Hey everybody, it's your DM Aaron Shindahedi, and uh, I'm here to give you some notes on the show. Uh, if you couldn't tell by my voice, uh, it's been a bit of a rough week. There has been some, you know, plague and such. Uh, but uh, all that to say that we will have a short episode this week because um, A, I was like asleep for pretty much the entire week um and also my uh you know very tired sick brain uh, did not fully copy over the files so this is what i have right now um but we got really lucky it's a great episode and honestly the first half of it is a very self-contained episode so you aren't missing out on anything it's a great episode and uh next week will also be very good as well they are great standalone episodes um so yeah i guess uh that's pretty much that i get to you know sit here and make excuses it's uh it's real it's real nice but uh anyways um as usual you guys can hit us up on social media and all that i'm not gonna go into the full details because my voice is dead uh but you guys know the whole rigmarole getting npcs named and yeah all that uh love to hear from you and you know that jazz so yeah um hope you guys had a wonderful new year's and christmas since i didn't do the intro last time either um but uh happiness all around everybody sweet all right i will let you guys get to the very fantastic episode and uh hope you have a wonderful time listening to it So in uh, the last episode, you guys uh, escaped the ganglands through a variety of uh, different uh, avenues, I guess. Diplomacy is the word. Diplomacy is the word. (laughs) And food. And enchiladas are also the word. Uh, So you guys... Don't those sandwiches. Anyways, so you guys, uh, after the great shooter disappeared, asked for help from... uh, King Ultra, and he got Fistmaster to take the Black Unicorn's body to the Superhero Central so that it could be respectfully dealt with, and uh, then made your, uh, made your way out of uh, the ganglands via uh, a slew of enchilada bribes <laughs> and uh, throwing Gatling guns at frail human beings. So that's pretty much where we're at. You guys met up back up with Steven and are headed to Superhero Central. And for the audience, we have taken this time since they're going back to Superhero Central to level everybody up. So, uh, yeah, we're going to, you know, deal with that as it comes. So you guys are in the car heading back to Superhero Central. And I'm going to jump in here. And Jocelyn, your phone rings. Oh, I'll pick it up. Hey, this is... Uh, Os- Oscar, Oscar. You know, I was supposed to like um call, uh, call Wendy's call, daughter. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, shit! Uh, that that thing, that thing that was I was supposed to call you. Uh, Steven, Steven, uh, speed it up. I'm Oscar. Oscar. Oh, right, keep going, Oscar. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, she definitely woke up. What, what? Really awake? Really awake right now? We're on our way. Yep, it's good. It's probably a good thing. Okay. Is she causing damage? You know, you're just gonna have to see it for yourself. I'm gonna hang up now. Bye. I'm on my way. Bye, Adam. Oh no, I don't want to split the party. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Run like the wind! <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'll Everything just... all right, Joss. Oh, ah, oh, 
Wendy's daughter's awake. No shit. Yeah, we gotta go. Steven, you gotta put pedal to the metal. It's Wanda, by the way. I think you said Wendy. Did I? Oh, my bad. <laughs> it's okay. I've been watching a lot of fairy tale. Wanda, Wanda's daughter's <laughs> awake. Okay, cool. Steven's like, wait, who's Wanda? Just go. Oh, go. Okay, this pedal is super to the metal. important. Let's put the turbo to the test. Yeah. Yeah, and he starts like gunning it down the street and clearly breaking several speeding violations, but is laughing the whole time with the little radio turned up super loud to drown out Wayne's assholeness. So, so uh, yeah, you guys uh, speed to Superhero Central. Uh, nothing super particular happens uh, in between here and there. Uh, do you guys want to do anything else in particular in that time? Or we just jump ahead? I eat <laughs> a plus five. Was that 13 or something? Mm-hmm. Yes. 13. 13. What do we enchiladas. How do you forget? Damn. <laughs> Damn, you eat a lot of enchiladas. Um, All right. Yeah, that's okay. Cool. Is Adam chilling with us or we're yeah, back he's, home so he's he can the, go home or whatever? Yeah, he's in the car with you guys. He's, he's, kind yeah, of, he's in the car with us. Because you guys are still technically in Sector 6, so he has to be with you essentially. You're like his babysitters. Yeah. Well, yeah. I meant once we get back home. Like, right. Yeah, you guys haven't quite got back there okay. yet. So. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Can I keep up on biscuits? Yeah, you're. Okay. We kind of just smooch that one a little bit. It's okay. fine. It's I, a, I see them like take off. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, it's we're doing like quick travel here. Okay. Does, the details are bonkers to oh. begin with. Oh, and I'll call. I'll call King Ultra. Okay. It rings and it rings and it rings and it rings. And he finally answers like, "This is really not a great time right now." Oh no. Oh, please tell me it's not Wanda's daughter. Little bit of a little bit of that. Oh yeah. shit. We're way okay that's cool click <laughs> i was like um, is he... <laughs> she seems to be causing some chaos let's hurry it up <laughs> i am pushing this pedal even more so you guys speed ahead um <laughs> you sounded like a yep. more <laughs> yeah it happens uh, so we'll go ahead and skip ahead. Um, so you guys pull up to like the the plaza that the superhero like tower is in. Well, it's actually really a set of towers, but the main tower itself is the tallest of them. And you guys kind of pull into this uh, plaza. You guys have been there a lot because you work there. Um, and so as you guys live are there, yeah, you also live there. Yeah, live, work, it's cool. Um, so you start getting into this plaza and you notice that the like floor where Goldfist Lab is, like that that floor, is all of the windows have been blown completely out of it. And all of the windows in the floor above it and below it have also been completely blown out of it. And like there's a couple of people who were like already starting to like put new like panes of glass into it, but it's definitely definitely been some serious damage uh, that's gone on in there. And uh, Steve, as he's blown up, is like Oh shit! What happened while we were gone? Oh no! We gotta get inside. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna just drop you guys up at the front door, and then I'll go to the garage. Uh, just good luck, cause oh man, that looks bad. What are we gonna do with the gun? I'll put it in my room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So All right. I'll just direct the shield to our room, pretty much. Yeah, you can just like basically drop it off. Should the we? Roof, should you we guys keep are the Adam with access. us? No. No, okay. Adam, go do your thing. I think I need to stay here. You're probably gonna understand in a, in a minute. Wait. This is a bad... No, this is no good. What do you know, Adam? Just my... I think my dad's here. Oh, 
What? Okay, I'll grab his hand and pull him along with me. Let's go. Oh, you're so nice. I guess. <laughs> I don't mean I'm not. I'm not like yeah. That's like yeah. A, it's a gentle, gentle lead along. Yeah, come on, yeah. come on, come on. Yeah, we he, gotta go. He seems like kind of. Uh, a little spaced out a little bit. He's just kind of like in his own head right now. He's just kind of like... <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Aww, so, uh, he wasn't so distracted by Wanda's daughter. <laughs> okay, so uh, you guys enter the foyer of the Superior Complex. Kathy's at the reception desk as per usual. Apparently she just lives there. I don't... Kathy! Yeah. Um, so she is hanging out and she uh, sees you guys come in. She goes, Hey... You're you're the one that brought in that girl, right? Yes. Yeah, you should probably go talk to Goldfist, like pronto. On our way now. Mm. Cool. <laughs> I'll I'll just go ahead, call ahead, make sure that you know they know you're coming. All that. Okay, bye. Into the elevators. Yeah. Wait, is everybody going with me? Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, so you guys take the elevators up to the uh, floor that Goldfist slab is on, and you guys walk out, and it is mayhem up in there. All of these beautiful glass cubicles that they all worked in are completely shattered. The only thing left standing in this room, essentially, are, like, desks uh, that have been thrown asunder and uh, the actual, like, uh, posts that keep the building up, which are, you know, the only non-glass or acrylic thing in the entire building. Uh, but everything else has just been shattered, and there are technological bits and bombs just screwed, strewn all over the floor. And uh, as you guys enter, uh, Oscar is just very anxiously waiting at the elevator, and he's like, Hi, hey, 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 you need to come with me. All right. <laughs> yep, I'm gonna just take you over here, I guess. And uh, he you know, guides you to kind of a central area, like where uh, Goldfist's, like, office is, where you guys went and talked to Goldfist and King Ultra when you guys first brought Rhonda into the place, and she divulged all this whole alternate universe bullshit. And uh, you see Goldfist sitting in a, like, in a chair behind her desk, which, like, is scarred from, like, all this debris hitting it and stuff, and it seems like it maybe had been flipped over, but she's, like, got it right back up, and has, like, put together like a whole new computer and everything, and she's sitting behind it, and she sees you guys, and she goes, oh, yeah. So I guess Oscar called you. Mm-hmm. Probably good thing, because, uh, yeah, Rhonda woke up, and it was a little, uh, exciting. I forgot, I forgot that we named her Rhonda. <laughs> Yeah, you guys definitely named her Rhonda. I didn't find that out until I was editing. <laughs> but, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Where is she? She's in a cell currently because she's got some stuff going on. If you look around, you can kind of get the gist of what's happening here. Nothing good. Uh, she woke up and it was just like, pow. All this like... Magical shit was going on and blew out all the windows. I kind of got thrown out of the building and what? broke a hip. What? Um, yeah, and uh, she like rolls herself out <gasps> from behind the desk, and you see that her, like sh- her whole bottom half of her body is like in this big cast. She's like, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't super great. Um, yeah, King Ultra did uh, did do us a favor and managed to get her sequestered in one of our uh, magical 
dampening cells. She's still still not I don't think she's entirely aware of what's happening. I mean she's awake, but like kind of awake, I think. Uh so yeah, he's down there keeping that whole thing in check, but yeah, they, this wasn't this wasn't great. Uh, it, it's not your fault. You know, she's one of those daughter. We would have taken her in regardless, but it kind of sucks a little bit. Can we go see her? Yeah, I mean, I'll kind of leave that one to King Ultra. Uh, I can give you guys directions down to uh, cells, but maybe just you know, just be aware that it's kind of a bad situation all around. I'm sure she's scared and lost. Oh, probably, yeah, but she's also fucking destroying everything in, within reach of her abilities, which she, seems to be quite large. She doesn't know where she's at, so it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, seems, seems logical. Alright, um, so I'll just draw you a little map here. She, like, scribbles some stuff on a piece of paper and hands it to you. She goes, yeah, King Ultra's down there. Um, I guess you're free to go down there if you want. Uh, Do you need anything? Well, I mean, I got, I got this whole, like, cast thing going on. Oh, I got some really good painkillers. So, you know, I'll I'll live, sort of. I don't know if I can set bones or anything. Sounds like we better get down to themselves. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for the map. Thanks, oh, Golden you're, Will. You're very welcome. Uh, oh, also, good job with the zombies. Those very good optics. Also, oh. kind of being ruined by the whole explosive thing in this tower, but... That's not necessarily on you, so oh, good job on your here's, part. Here's some enchiladas. Oh my god, is this Uncle Tina? Holy shit, we're... Damn. Yeah. Y'all, y'all really know how to treat a lady nice. <laughs> I want the mushroom one. Can I get the mushroom one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <gasps> okay, yes. we gotta go. Bye. Okay. Yeah, bye. Good luck. And, uh, yeah, so you guys run out, and uh, the other Oscar comes running up to me. He's like, hey, uh, is she doing all right in there? Like, she hasn't really come out since the whole broken hip thing. Well, I mean, she's on she's seems like she's on some heavy medication. God, I, I mean, I hope so cuz I got, you know, one whole hip and it still kind of sucks. Yeah, um she's eating some enchiladas. I think she's going to be okay. Enchil- for the time being. Enchil- oh, Here's like- a plate of enchiladas. We got to go. Bye. <laughs> oh. All right, bye. Just throwing enchiladas just- at everybody. See ya. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Enchiladas make the world go round. It just startles people long enough for us to escape. I'm okay with it. Uh, okay, so you guys... Um, we're eventually going to run out. I know. I know. I'm sure we're getting close. I should have given a definite number for Considering that. Considering he ate 13. I know. The, you're down to one bag of enchiladas. That was a huge bag of enchiladas that we still You asked for two of every enchilada. I've only had one bite. No fears. I haven't even had any. <laughs> you had the you. whole car ride. Yeah, seriously. No, I'm you assuming you probably, y'all all probably ate some in the car. I'd hope so. Okay. Anyways. If you want. Wow. I like <laughs> it's still They're there. Really Let's good. go find her. It's really making me want to go eat enchiladas. I know, me too. <laughs> fat girl problems. It's okay, we're all fat. It's delicious. Um, anyways, so you guys, uh, after talking to Oscar and throwing an enchilada at him, essentially, uh, go to the elevator, and you're following the directions on this sheet of paper, and so you uh, take the elevator all the way to the ground floor, and uh, the instructions very clearly state to hit the negative one button, but you don't see a negative one button. Uh, are they in a specific, like on the elevator, it's like 
the numbers going, uh, you know, yeah, like as elevators normally do. They're in order, yes. Can I smell a negative one, bud? <clears throat> oh, you could see if King Ultra <laughs> recently went there, maybe his scent would be on the button. Uh, I'd say roll super senses with uh, mind this time, because you are trying Fuck. to discern something. Yeah, no. You're sniffing around, and man, you just smell a lot of really tasty enchiladas. Can I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can I try, like, with my illusionary senses, see if, like, there's the buttons hidden? Yeah, I'd say roll uh, your mind plus your illusion skill, and then I'd say give a plus two because you're pretty proficient with uh, illusion. 15, and you said plus two? Uh, it's a negative two, so it, low, er, it raises the bar that you can. It's a plus two. Because I rolled yeah, a 14. Sorry, it's a plus two, yeah. So it raises the bar that you're trying to get under. Okay, so I rolled a 14, and this is 12, 13, 15, 17. So I, yeah, you I succeed. succeed by three. Okay, so you notice that underneath the buttons, there is like an illusory like uh, spell cast that hides a whole slew of other negative buttons underneath the actual buttons, and like this weird little like tiny clump of buttons. And I'll reach down and press negative one. Boop. Got it. Oh, and, uh... The, this, this place, good lord. Were we still on the floor? What? Like, were we still on the same floor with Goldfish we're, and stuff? The no, 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 you guys went down to the, the ground floor. Oh, okay, already? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, as you guys do so, the uh, elevator, like, slowly, like, creaking starts to go down a little bit uh, farther. And it seems like it's not really intended to go down this far, even though it's supposed to. It seems to struggle a little bit, like, the weights are a little bit off kind of thing. But... You guys uh, go down about 10, 15 feet, and uh, the door opens, and you are faced with a very, like, plain concrete hallway. Like, no ornamentation, no fanciness. Like, everything in the superhero tower looks very nice. It's like, interior designers definitely got in on this shit. But this negative one floor ain't no fucking interior designer there. It is straight concrete and just jail bars, essentially. And at the very far end of this hallway that you guys are in, you see King Ultra literally holding the bars of uh, one of these cells and is literally just physically holding these bars. And it looks like he's having to try very hard because he even has the fiery crown over his head. So he is fully superpowered doing whatever it is that he's doing holding these bars. So that is where you're at. Start jogging over there. Kind of walk Still holding and... his hand, Adam's hand. This seems really weird. Oh man, oh, King Ultra looks real serious right now. Hey, buddy, what's up? This is not a great time. What do you want? I'm holding this. And uh, so, as you guys get closer to it, um, you see that King Ultra is literally holding these bars that have. Com- completely been snapped out of their moorings of the concrete like the entire wall of the concrete has like been splintered uh mm-hmm. all around the outside of the cell and the inside of the cell are these like runes carved into the the concrete and it seems like they've held pretty well they're like bright and glowing whatever they're supposed to do they're obviously doing it but something about the the bars and where they connected to it maybe there was a little bit of a flaw and so king ultra is literally holding these bars, closing the cell with his own brute force to keep it from whatever event is going on inside of it to keep it in there. And on the inside, you see uh, this just bright, white, glowing form inside of it, surrounded by this tornado 
of ephemeral energy just swirling and bursting and like fireworks all over the place like constantly just there's never a cessation in the activity in there and you can't even really tell that it's Rhonda like you know it's Rhonda based off of context clues but you can't actually even recognize her at this point because she's just this like bright glowing just figure of light oh my god yeah it's real bad up in here um what can we do to help um uh, do you have a crystal? Do you or Jackie? Do y'all have music on your phone? Uh, well, yeah, sure. Play some music. Something like the elevator. I, music. I put on Skrillex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the elevator music. It's true. It's true. It's true. Man, I know that's a long shot, but she, you know, the humming. I knew one day that was going to come to haunt me, but <laughs> I didn't know that it was going to be today. Um, this elevator music. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you throw on some Skrillex. And it starts going to and uh, and as the music is playing, uh, you see King Ultra's muscles start to like stop flexing quite so hard, and the activity in the uh, the cell starts to lessen a little bit. It's like I don't know what you're doing, but I don't know. Keep it up. Fuck. This is this is real. Intense workout here. I turn it up higher. It's a power of dubstep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Who knew? Music is relaxing. Especially dubstep. Yeah. Okay. Who knew? All music. Yeah. And so as it goes through like the full song, like you, you uh, there's definitely like a particular song that plays in the elevator. And it, as you've been playing through it, it like, it's a, it's a pretty long song. It's like three minutes kind of thing. And as the minutes go by, everything seems to calm down just a little bit more and a little bit more to the point where King Ultra even like lets go of the bars and kind of walks back with his hands up. He's like, I really hope this is working the way that it looks like. And uh, the, the lights that are flashing inside and this like cyclone of energy that's going inside starts slowly dampening. And eventually, the form that you guys know as Rhonda starts like settling down into the ground, and she's like leaning up against the wall, but she's still this just bright white, just shape of light. Uh, she hasn't reverted back into the the form that you guys have seen her. She's still in this shape, but as the song kind of winds down to an end, all of this extraneous energy seems to have kind of dissipated. So it is just her sitting alone in a cell uh, in this in this form that you guys can barely recognize. Well, I'll turn and look at all you like, well, that's all I got. <laughs> I don't know. And does she seem angry or just frightened? You... Is there any way to tell? I'd say make a soul check. Mm. Ooh, that's a three. Ooh, Damn. Okay. Under a ten, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you are actually, uh, you of all people are the most familiar with magic in general. Uh, so you can recognize that she is essentially like being possessed by her own power. Mm. Uh, she, you putting together the context clues of the whole situation, having her been unconscious for an indefinite amount of time and her being such uh, the, the child of one of the greatest magical powers in the entire world, you kind of put together that she probably hasn't been conscious for very much of her life so when she woke up all of her power just came out mm -hmm. and she has no clue what to do with it because she's never had to actually deal with it because she's been unconscious for an enormous amount of time so what she is 
basically doing is like embodying the entirety of her power. And so a lot of that came out externally when she started panicking, when she woke up and all this stuff was happening, it just, it flooded out. But now that she's heard this music and kind of calmed down a little bit, that external force has died down because she's not panicking, but she still doesn't have any control over what's happening. So this, this power that she has is still very much in control of her, but she personally is not like freaking out so it's not lashing out anymore okay. so it's it you've kind of hit to like a neutral spot where it's like it's still very dangerous but she's not actively causing problems because she is no longer afraid like okay. she was before she's just scared guys no wonder is she conscious yeah to an extent as far as you can tell she seems to be conscious but she's lost in this like mental landscape of like she's not entirely sure what's going on like once she woke up, it was just like madness. And she's kind of stuck in this like internal world of like, where am I? What is going on? I don't understand what's happening. Like she's lost essentially. She's awake, but she's out mm. in the nether of her brain, basically. Um, Wayne and King Ultra, what was the last name of her mother? Karja Dejad. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Why do you do this? I hate you so much. Kardashian is, in fact, her last name. Yes, she has a real last name, and I don't even remember what it is. So Kardashian it is. <laughs> Justin's just here to fuck shit up. <laughs> I regret bringing you on this podcast. Uh, I don't. <laughs> just giving rat cigarettes, and making up ridiculous names. <laughs> Oh shit, sorry. So you said Cardidijod? Cardidijod. Cardidijod? Cardidijod. Cardidijod. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna crouch down in front of the bars and like try to get on her level. I'm still holding Adam's hand. I'm not gonna let it go. This is really a lot. <laughs> He's like, ow. <laughs> I'm not strong enough oh, no. to hurt him. <laughs> oh no, she's not strong enough to hurt him ever. <laughs> He's trying not to hurt her. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, Miss. Karjitajad? Huh? My name is Jocelyn. Jocelyn, I feel like I've heard that name. Well, I did spend some time talking with you while you were asleep. Oh. I think I was asleep for a really long time. I think you were too, but you're okay now. Oh. I don't know about that. Well, how about we just take some... We listen to the music, and we take some deep, deep breaths. Yeah, I really like this music. It's very calming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just take some deep breaths. Okay. You're really nice. Your, your voice sounds very nice. Well, I've heard that before, yeah. I just sound a little egotistical, but it's okay. Well, <laughs> it's called bedside manners. <laughs> Uh, and so you're kind of like talking her through this a little bit and as like the music kind of continues to go through this light starts to slowly dim and slowly dim and slowly dim and you're basically just sitting there talking to her very calmly and kind of walking her through like you're awake it's okay like you're fine you're safe the life skills you get from babysitting angry fucking kids yeah right exactly <laughs> And uh, so 
as this is going on, the light slowly starts to dim, dim, and dim, and dim, and dim. And then eventually, it's just her sitting in the cell, leaning against the wall. And she's holding her head like she's got this horrible migraine. And she doesn't look... She doesn't look at peace like you would expect, you know, with all of this stuff kind of uh, disintegrating. But she definitely is calm. So that's where you're at. And uh, King Ultra goes, well, goddamn, you're a hell of a babysitter. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you have a little brother, I guess. Well, shit. All right. Um, I'm going to get maintenance down here to fix up this year wall. Try not to fuck things up while I'm gone. Uh, I really, I don't want to have to save all of your lives. So, just keep it cool, keep it chill. I'll be back with the maintenance dudes in a little bit, alright? Fair. <laughs> Make sure she don't, like, <laughs> blow up the base of the tower, because that really Man, would suck. suck. Yeah. Alright, I'll be back. Peace. As he walks away, I'm going to turn like... Maybe they should have thought about putting the holding cell somewhere besides the base of the building. <laughs> I want to go into the cell and give her an enchilada. Okay. And uh, sit down next to her. So the cell... I'll, can I go in with you? Sure. Yeah. I'll keep Adam out here. Yeah, keep Adam with you. This seems can really we... important. I'm going to just stay over here and think about my dad for a while. Um, he's here still, right? The the whole Adam's dad thing? That's a thing here? that's still... I haven't seen him yet. We haven't seen him yet. Or does he just think it's his dad? He seems pretty certain. He's Whatever. very distracted right now. But, yeah. So he's basically just like, yeah, you guys go do your thing. I'm just going to think for a while. Well, Adam, why do you think your dad's here? Pretty. I mean, I know you guys aren't exactly like kung fu masters or whatever, but like... Man, you really, you you know, when that aura walks into a room, it's it's pretty apparent. Are you afraid of your dad? <laughs> Have you heard any of my stories about my dad? <laughs> he attaches my sword to the refrigerator, so I have oh, to carry yeah. the refrigerator to my room to I eat lunch. I will not let your dad be mean to you. I think, I think you all need to calm the stress down mm-hmm. out here. Hey, yeah. Adam, Maybe. let's go get something to drink. Yeah. Okay. Maybe a vodka. No. For Still you. 11 years old, bud. Hotty toddy. We're already walking down Still the hallway to the <laughs> elevator. Okay. So, so uh, are you and Crystal Rainbow taking Adam I'll out, basically? Okay. Yeah. okay. Okay, cool. So, Jackie and Crystal Rainbow taking Adam away. Uh, Wayne and uh, Jocelyn dealing with Rhonda. So I think we'll sit with this for a minute with uh, the Rhonda bit. Um, so you want to go in there and give her an enchilada. Is that what's going on here? Yeah. Okay. So the gate, uh, the, the, the jail cell itself uh, has been pretty heavily damaged and it's actually more of a magical lock than a physical one. So you're pretty easily able to just like pop in there, especially since it's largely broken. And uh, are able to approach her and hand her an enchilada, but she's not like looking at you. She's just like has her eyes closed and her hands on her head and is just like squinting and holding her head like she has like this massive migraine. So she doesn't even know that you're handing it to her. Jackie, did you leave your phone with the music? Yes, I certainly did. Thank you. <laughs> cool. It's a Bluetooth speaker. It, it's got a really long range. Make sure to put it on repeat so yeah. nothing... No, I already just, did. Yeah, okay. yeah. I always have Skrillex on repeat. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> just making sure. Did you put it in the cup? That's a really... <laughs> I, I didn't want anything like super 
like crazy, like the Temptations or something. Oh God, <laughs> Cranberries comes on the all hell breaks loose. It's just gonna be Rammstein. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. No, the music is still going. The music is still going. I guess I'll like kind of hold out my hand and ask her if I can touch her to see if I can help. I don't. I don't know if you can help, but okay, here's here's this one, and like she looks like she's. It hurts her to take her hand away from her head as she hands it to you, and she seems to be definitely fighting something that is going on. Like she's fighting for control with like every ounce of her being, but she like peels one hand away and like holds it out. I'll softly take it. Okay. So what are you planning to do with this? Um, try to use I guess my medical to see what's going on and if there's some way that I can like um like if she's got a, a tear in her brain or whatever and in her space to okay. kind of help seal that up. Okay, so... If anything, build a damn wall. Right, right, right. Uh, I would say roll a soul check and I'll let you add your medical skill to it. Um, well, add my medical. So, I won by four. Damn, all right. When you made that sound, I thought you would fail. No, like, that, oh, was, that was that was a excited <laughs> okay, okay. squeal. I've got to learn that. Sounds. I know. I, I also so thought many different that you'd fail. Yeah, well. I really thought you would fail. Anyways, no, no, that was me being excited. Sorry. Okay, so you take her hand, and as you start to like probe into what is wrong, you are just like snapped out of your body and thrust into this like whirlwind of memories that uh, she is experiencing now and you are like this third party observer to like this enormous just influx of information and what you're seeing is a lot of just fleeting memories of being inside this uh the the dark shadow that you guys faced before as he is doing all these horrible things murdering hundreds and hundreds of people just uh, at the bidding of some just dark voice behind it essentially uh you're you're feeling this like sense of like i have to go i have to go i have to go constantly like i have to obey i have to do these things to succeed in this goal and as time is going on it's like starting from the most recent memory of her being ejected out which is just this like it's almost like being born again where it's like she just is released into some normal sleep state and it's just going backwards of just this time period of constant mayhem and chaos and there's a long like lull at the very beginning of him being in the sewer and protecting the sewer and he definitely defended the sewer from some people like there's definitely some serious murdering going on in that time period but as it goes farther and farther back you start to see that his role was a lot more than that back in the day like he definitely had a more active like assassination kind of role and as you roll back and you roll back and you see all these horrible horrible events that have happened around her essentially you get back to this singular point and she in your mind like as a third party observer she's just like this small like two-year-old child first getting implanted into this horrible monster and in front of her stands her own mother and a voice from somewhere you can't you can't see who's exactly talking hearing we have her now you have to do what we say or else 
And then as that happens, all of that time period comes rushing right back through the normal time span, like forward, and you are landed back squarely into the cell with her holding her hand. And she's just like, I just can't, I can't handle it, I can't handle it. You alright, Sketchbook? I'm just quietly crying. Can you tell me your name? I don't, I don't know what it is. That's okay, that's okay. Don't worry about that. And I'll look at Wayne and I'll say, what's your stance on trying to sealing off memories? Uh, vodka usually. I got this. So, I got this. So many bad things have happened to her. You just keep holding her. One second. I would like to step back, stretch a little, fold my legs up into Indian style, floating four feet off the air, because that's how I astrally project. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> and for the audience, he gained astral projection as his new ability after leveling. And I would like to send my spirit out. Okay. So when you send your spirit out this is the very first time you've ever done it and you send your spirit out and you kind of enter this uh it's very lord of the rings like when he puts the ring on and he's like in this shadow world and people are these like bright points of light and everything else is just this just this shadowy windy nonsense world um you walk out into this uh kind of empty landscape and you see all of your friends around you and you see uh, Rhonda or what you know as Rhonda uh, sitting on the ground and you can see this like figure of darkness kind of like wrapped around her and like basically hugging her to itself this like like phantom thing that has latched onto her soul and uh, that's what you see coming out of your body all right I would like to reach a hand out to the little child in there and just say, your name is Rhonda. Come here, child. And the rest of you out in the uh, real world here, Rhonda. Rhonda. Rhonda, Rhonda, Rhonda. Oh, Rhonda sounds really familiar. I keep reaching my hand out. And slowly in this astral world, you see... Uh, like you can see her physical hands holding her head, but this astral version of her, this bright, like white being that she has like compressed within her reaches out its hand to you. And you can see this dark shadow gripping at her arms, trying to pull it back. And she like is physically resisting it. And you can tell that she's having a lot of trouble with it, but she's reaching out to grab your hand. I'll step forward and grab her hand. And as you guys clasp hands, this dark shadow just melts away into the background. And in the real world, you guys see her just like squint faced, like holding her head and then slowly pulling her hands away. And like her face gets a little less squinty and a little less squinty. And she eventually opens her eyes and is like, wow, that was a real trip. Hey, he's... Is my name Rhonda? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And in the astral plane, you see her, like, this bright version of her kind of sink back into her body, like like slipping out of your, your grasp as she sinks back into her body and she seems whole again. I will step back into the real world, I guess. Yeah. 
So I like to think that no one saw him floating in the hallway. <laughs> so you guys just. Well, it's just the two of us. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, that's true. That's we true. We took yeah. Adam away. Wayne very quietly steps back into his corporeal body and, you know, steps back onto the ground. And you are left with a conscious and in control Rhonda. 